to Beauty Time with Kim and Riff. If you're new here, we're just two hairstylists surviving the beauty industry. And if we don't laugh about it, we might cry. So join us every Wednesday for the tea on our favorite products, tips, tricks, and of course, our favorite industry stories. You don't have to be a hairstylist to listen, but if you are one, you'll be able to relate. So grab a snack. It's beauty time. Well, welcome everybody to this episode of beauty time. We have a product episode, not a product. Oh my God. No. <laughs> we, we have a, <laughs> a topic, topic episode. episode. <laughs> so we have a couple things coming at you. The main topic of this episode is how uh, our job could be pretty draining and how people can be draining and everything this time of year and in life can be draining. Mm. And that's how I've been feeling lately. So we'll get into Mm -hmm. that. Recharge your battery. Yeah. And Riss has a couple ways to combat that feeling. So she's going to give you those. And then we are going to. Well, we're going to start the episode with Riss has a story to tell. She's been <laughs> she's been doing some weddings lately and she's, she's going to give us a little story. And so basically Riss has been doing hair again. Just, <laughs> just not all the way. No. <laughs> I've stuck my toe in and I've made some ripples and I'm okay with that right now. <laughs> ripples are fine. Yeah. I missed uh, it. Ugh, how creepy. And then I wanted to update everybody um, on my uh, one of my things was I saw the woman that was spat upon because of my men's haircut. <laughs> spat <So> upon. <laughs> I'll let everybody know about how that went when I saw her. That's what we got on beauty time this week. Yep. And if any of that interests you, please grab a snack. Yep. I don't have a snack today. I just have a drink. That's it. I don't snackless. Have, I don't have a snack either. Oh, I have man. I have a water bottle. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> so so we're basically on par for tonight because we're both <laughs> like, yeah, I guess we're just drinking. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yep. Oh. If it could be wine, it would be. <laughs> but it taint. It taint? It taint. <laughs> <laughs> I am twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god somebody just stop me (sighs) (laughs) anyways yes sorry Uh, moving on carry on well let's kick this episode (laughs) off with your little story that you were going to tell me that mind you i have not heard so i'll be reacting (laughs) in real time (laughs) it's nothing it's nothing crazy but it just like prefacing kim had asked me like oh you've been doing weddings again i forgot how has that been going and i was like well it's been fine except for this one and it wasn't even like she didn't even complain. She wasn't even a bad, per- like a bad, um, like client, I guess, if you will. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, oh, knock on wood, like the weddings have been going good. I hope they stay like this. Like everybody's been really sweet lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always one, but um, this one particular girl, she just had some tricky hair and, uh, <laughs> just like really there was nothing I could do there's nothing in my wheelhouse that could have saved her hair in in the 40 minutes like that I'm given to do the hairstyle which mind you is plenty of time to do a hairstyle it's it's perfectly an acceptable amount of time she just she had really really long hair Mm -hmm. and it was like really frizzy by nature because I think her curls naturally are like 
a like maybe like a 4b you know i mean trying to paint a picture here so she she had blow dried it straight to make it easier for us which you know i greatly appreciated yeah um (laughs) but her hair was down to her ass and i'm not kidding and it was frizzy as fuck and it was already dried so once you have curly hair and you've dried it half-assed like that where it's like in between straight and curly Mm mm-hmm it's like the impossible to get the kink out of the hair. Right. You, you can't. <laughs> right. So I was complaining that I wanted a crock iron because they're really good. And I was like, oh, my flat iron kind of sucks. It's a hot tool. And even though like hot tools is a good brand for curling irons, it just doesn't really like cut the cake for hot like flat irons. I don't know. They just suck. Yeah. Even though I bumped that shit up to 450. <laughs> I sprayed on thermal like spray and like said a prayer i could not get the fucking kink suck out of her hair like oh my god i could not get any curl pattern to smooth out nicely and it was just a fucking nightmare what <laughs> like she needed about 10 inches cut off because the ends were so fried dry see-through they were like petrified that's the Uh. only word i could use like like dried wood you find in the fucking forest okay and like you couldn't it wouldn't hold a shape it wouldn't hold a curl she wanted loose waves um i tried to help it out by after curling it putting a little bit of oil on the ends to like try to make it resemble hair Mm -hmm. and not like peat moss it was just i yeah i'm i'm getting the picture here it was so bad i know exactly what you're talking about and i was like i need to cut this i need to blow this out and then i need to curl it because then i could actually do some magic hair but this like what you've given me is a fucking disaster and like she was sweet she was like this little college girl she couldn't have been more than like 20 Mm -hmm. 21 she was just nice and she was like dancing in the chair while I was trying to do her hair. And I was like, could you just, could you stop? I need you to hold still. Stop, stop it. And I was like, I felt like I was like <laughs> in a boxing ring, like bobbing and weaving, trying to get her hair fucking done mm-hmm. and like not burn her scalp. And like she wasn't, like I'm saying, like she wasn't even mean or bad or anything. She was just like a moving target that I had to like nail down to the chair, and be like, stop moving. I have 40 minutes to do this and your hair is a disaster. Also, there was toothpaste in it. I'm like, how the fuck did you get toothpaste in the back of your head oh my how god did you do that she's probably dancing while she was brushing her teeth and i flung it <laughs> but then i had to go get a cup of water and a napkin and fucking get the toothpaste out of her hair and then her hair was wet so then i had to blow dry that one section of her hair and i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh my god is right oh and then like it just it didn't it didn't come out good it did not come out good at all. So she just wanted. So bad. She just wanted beach waves. Did she want she, anything else? She with did. It? She well, actually, no. What she wanted was um, like those loose, flowy, bouncy waves mm-hmm. that just kind of free fall, but half up, half down. Uh huh. So I had to like tease it in the crown area and kind of like smooth it out, and that was also a bit of a, a challenge because she had like a lot of breakage by the front of her hair. I guess she. I guess she blow dried it, blow dries it a lot at home. Yeah, because she had a lot of broken pieces around the front, so that was kind of hard to make that look smooth. It was kind of like she stuck her finger. She, you know, who she reminded me of Miss Frizzle mm-hmm. from the Magic School Bus, but when Miss Frizzle was twenty. 
Well, so she probably, <laughs> she probably is somebody that frequently flat irons her hair, but flat yeah. irons just the end incorrectly <laughs> and the front. Yeah, so yeah. that's so she's got little hair sticking out everywhere, and her ends are fried off because yes. they've been around for twenty years. And yep. <laughs> like I don't know if she's ever gotten a haircut in her life. Yeah, I mean, she kind of looked like Miss Frizzle, except she had like sandy brown hair, not. <laughs> not red hair but i was like oh my god <laughs> um sweet sweet child sweet sweet kid loved her great excellent conversation but uh her hair not ideal <laughs> so how did it end like oh, did, did she like it, it was terrible she said it was fine but everyone else was like um you have to get that fixed so then they she came back to me at the end and she was like um everyone's telling me to get my hair fixed and i was like okay sit down like what i sent her out looking like was not what she came back to me looking like i'm like what did you do oh my god she's <laughs> probably twerking and flipping her <laughs> hair around <laughs> she was, like she was so she had such an adorable person she's just like um i don't hate it and i'm not mad at it but everyone's telling me i have to get it fixed and i was like oh i packed up all my shit <laughs> so like because she came to me like too late after i packed everything up and i'm yeah. like you couldn't have done this when i had all my shit out <laughs> you saw me standing here whatever so yeah. she um she ended up going to like my boss if you will and then my boss was like so what happened <laughs> she was like this isn't normal for you yeah. or is it i don't know um i was like girl i'm really sorry <laughs> but like the only way to get her hair to curl nicely she had to use like oh shit you not kim a tiny a half inch iron yeah. yeah to get it to actually look like curls because yeah. i had used flat iron curls on her oh. mm -hmm. and they were tight when they she left my chair but they all fell out yeah i mean i only put oil on the ends like the yeah. bitter the bitter chewed like last inch and a half to two inches of her hair she had like six feet of hair so like yeah. i don't think the oil made them fall out but they didn't hold yeah like how you and i were talking about like recently like our hair falls out sometimes like mm -hmm. when we try to curl it when we need a haircut <laughs> yeah <laughs> so her hair just looked like a big frizz ball and yeah like I had put it in half up half down and I like teased the crown and then when she came back I noticed that the middle of her the middle of the crown like the crown poof if you will like the mm -hmm. the quaff had like a dent in the middle and I'm like what the fuck did you do <laughs> I told you not to sit on these curls like oh. I specifically told you not to and it looks like you did because you must have and your back pulled out the, pulled the middle down mm -hmm. because then we had to fix that too mm -hmm. I'm like you know what <laughs> You are not helping me. <laughs> yeah. Because I told her, I was like, don't sit on these curls. They're going to fall out if you sit on them. Keep them forward. I don't know. Maybe this. her armpits pulled them out because her hair was so long. It was like in her armpits. I really don't know what she was doing. But um, basically, the only way her hair was going to stay was by my boss putting it in half-inch barrel curls. Yeah. Which technically, she wanted big, loose waves, but she ended up getting really tight curls. But it was like the only thing that was going to make it stay in her hair. Right. I, was like, oh. I definitely know what you're talking about. I remember <sighs> my, one of when my one of my old bosses got married. We helped do his family members the day of his wedding, and of course, I only know how to do curls anyway. But one of his fa family members had that hair <laughs> that was super long and curly. Mm -hmm. So I always do flat iron curls too, and it was just it almost was like baking the frizz into yeah. the ends yeah kind of and it just was coming right out like right out 
So yep. they had to go over it. So it's like, but I could I could see how that would it's like a challenge because you would think yeah. like, oh, the flat iron curls will do everything for me. Yeah. And then it just ends up pulling like just weighing it. out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It didn't like I had to flat iron her root to get the root right straight. And then the rest of her hair was also in like a frizzy smushed wave that's the only way i can explain yeah. it like it was mm-hmm. like a compressed wave like mm-hmm. if you took a pen and drew squiggles on a piece of paper like that's what her hair looked like yeah because it was supposed to be curly and she half blow dried it so mm-hmm. it was just and you could like her hair was so coarse at the ends yeah that you could hear it you could hear the iron going over it like mm-hmm. making a grating sound and you're like this is not good it didn't seal anything it didn't straighten anything <laughs> yeah this literally did nothing yeah it's like oh my god it's it's really hard when hair is that long it's also it's really, really hard difficult. when it's just not prepped properly right because <sighs> half the battle is the prep yeah and well she would have had she would have had gorgeous hair if it had just been i think half the battle was just that it needed to have been blow dried properly and if i'm being picky yeah she needed a haircut but like Mm -hmm. if you know beggars can't be choosers and that isn't the case but she's not a hairstylist and she didn't right she didn't go you know waste the money to get it blown out so right then it's up to me. I was like, all right, I did my best here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did my best. Yeah. <laughs> but ugh, I did I did feel bad though. Cause I was like, oh, I made more work for my boss. And this woman is paying, or this this woman child is paying. And mm-hmm. I feel bad. <laughs> like it's not up to standard and I know it. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those things where now you're like, all right, for next time I know just to use I just got to use a curling iron, a small yeah. curling iron, I guess, you know. And just not worry about being or on wand. time. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was trying to fit it all in the 40 minutes in the time frame so that we ran on time. Because, you know, they're, like, always on such a time crunch. You don't mm-hmm. want to be the reason that you make the bride late. Right. Again, then I would oh, feel no. terrible. Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to do that. No. With all due respect to the bride, I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it man. happens, but... Yeah. Well, I was in a bridal party this past um, yeah. How was your wedding Sunday? And it was good. I mean, the bride listens to this podcast. To <laughs> shout out to to hey. Christina. Um, Congrats. So it was good. It was a good day. Everything went really smooth. Um, but the funny thing was, the girl that was doing the hair was bringing along <laughs> another hairstylist, and it actually happened to be my old manager. Um, who got spit in the face <laughs> because of my men's hair? Does she still work there? No. Oh my God. No. Oh God. Okay, no. Like, she's not taking that abuse still, please. No. So okay. I worked there in 2009. So mm-hmm. she, so when I, I, I haven't seen her since probably 2009. And um, she worked in this, she worked at another for another big chain around here that I worked for too, which mm-hmm. I knew that, but I never saw her. Oh. And then now she's in the same building as me, which I also knew too from Instagram. Oh, literally the same building? Yes. Oh, so, wow. 
So that's why the other girl brought her because she's across the hall from her. Oh. <laughs> so I haven't seen her, but she also knew I was there too because of like I messaged her on Instagram when she came to my location and I was like, welcome. Because she used she was in another Sola, but um she moved to mine. So we okay. knew each other were in the building. So she came and she walked in and I it's funny because the her and the other stylist, like the other stylist is we I hit it off with this other stylist. I've never actually had a conversation with her before, but she was <laughs> she was so cool. Like if I was in the building the same day she's she was, like we would have been we would be friends. Aww. And um it was funny because I was talking to her and uh I said to the other girl, the my old manager, I said, Hey, um, I don't know if you remember me, but and she goes, Yes, I remember you. She's like, I'm really <laughs> She's like, I'm really awkward. And I'm like, it's okay. My t- I am too. But I'm like, so do you remember? Like, I just put it right. I just like, <laughs> the first thing I said to her, I'm like, so do you remember? I'm like, I still tell this story to this day. But <laughs> do you remember when that guy spit in your face after I did my that haircut? And she goes, well, yeah. I didn't. But it's coming back to me now. Oh my and god, she, you brought up a repressed <laughs> memory. Did, yeah. And I was like she was like, Why did he spit in my face? And I was like oh my God. I was like, because I did a fade and I didn't blend it. <laughs> I did a fade and it, it wasn't good. I did a fade. Oh yeah. And I, I'm like, I did a fade and I didn't blend it. And she was <sighs> like, Oh my God. And I like, so she really didn't, that wasn't one of her things that traumatized her. It was definitely one of the things that traumatized me, but I was laughing because I told her, I'm like, I don't do men's haircuts because of that. And we were oh all God. talking, like we were, we're it, we were all talking because we're all very similar personalities. Like we're very like, we like our clients, but we don't like people hairstylists. Yeah. <laughs> and like. She's like that too. So we were just like, yeah, we don't do men's haircuts. We don't do kids. Um, you know, unless it's a family member of somebody we really like, but we don't we don't do men. <laughs> and it was just funny. But <laughs> we don't do men. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh that that was the whole thing too with the wedding. It was like, you know, my friend I helped my friend make the timeline for the day, and you know, we asked everybody to come at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. because you know just in case people get finished early or run behind like there's always somebody to grab and um (laughs) barely anybody showed up on time oh my god yeah so we had a couple people starting but exactly how we thought well you know like somebody got curled so it took 20 minutes instead of 40 so then mm-hmm. there was a free chair and it was like that and nobody that, and there was nobody and Ugh. she was walking around going um who's who's next who's next like the my old manager and I, we were just like everybody that's here is only getting makeup so and then eventually like everybody came but it ended up working out okay everyone everything went smooth you know um except my hair so so the girl that did my makeup on my wedding was the same girl that did the makeup this day and I'm and she was like a brand new girl this time she was so friendly and accommodating and exactly (laughs) why I hired her in the first place but she was not like that on my wedding day but I'm not telling that story um but (laughs) anyway it's it's fine we don't have to go into that I'm, I'm not going to so um she did my makeup and 
as she was putting mascara on my eye, I felt a piece of mascara go into my eye. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I had contacts in. So I made sure to put the contacts in before the makeup so I wasn't crying my makeup off if (laughs) I couldn't get it in. So naturally, she got mascara in my contact, like stuck to the contact. So I didn't realize that. So when I was done, I went back to my room to do my hair. And I was curling it with the flat iron and half of my hair was curling. Half of it wasn't. (laughs) It looked like it looked like shit. And then I said to my other my friend that I shared the room with, I was like, hey, can I use your curling wand? Because I can't get my fucking hair to stay. (laughs) So it's still it didn't. This was I. So I curled it everything once. Part of it stayed. Part of it didn't. Then I went over it with the wand. Part of it stayed, (sighs) got a little better, but then more of it fell out. And then oh, no. my eye was tearing because of this fucking thing in my eye. I couldn't figure out how to get it out. <laughs> so then I could, because I couldn't see it on my eye, but my friend saw it on my contact. So then Ugh. we went back upstairs. I had to make sure I had another contact to take that one out because I couldn't get it off the contact. It was stuck. And then Ugh. I cried my makeup off because of no. the how wet it was but the makeup artist fixed it at the end you know oh, she God. had she had no problem she's like it was my fault anyway i'm really sorry so oh she God. like fixed it but then and then i had to curl my hair a fucking third time because why it had fallen out again and oh, i was like, like because of the contacts <laughs> no because of the contacts. no because it was just wasn't fucking staying and i'm like do i i don't know what happened either i don't know how to curl my hair my hair is like fried at the end i really need a haircut it's too long i don't know there's a lot of things going on but <laughs> your hair whatever. was just feeling it yeah it just was uh it was going through the emotions that it day it was and i'm like i look like a fucking asshole i'm like i don't even look like i know how to do hit my own hair you do not look like an asshole well no you don't i, I felt like one so but <laughs> Mind you, I bought the I bought the beach waiver. I told Riss about this. I bought the beach waiver, and it was fifty dollars on Black Friday because I've been seeing everybody using it everywhere. And I'm like, maybe this will help. So I got the one inch one, and I tried it today, and it oh my god, it made the world of difference. So I'm like, I don't know, but I guess maybe sometimes the flat iron kind of does what happened to your client, where my hair just it just straightens it out and just like curls the very like the half inch of the end because it's too long on the bottom and then i don't know i can't figure it out i don't know why it does that yeah and then all my layers curled perfectly fine because they're shorter so oh maybe yeah so whatever but anyway so yeah (laughs) so yeah i saw my old supercuts manager but i laughed because i was like sorry about that (laughs) i know i was just like hey remember when the guy spit in your face you literally said hi (laughs) hey (laughs) hello remember me I thought I just thought that she'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. But she was like, I didn't. But now I remember. And I'm like, I guess I uncovered a buried memory. You um, you recovered a memory for her. Do you love beauty time? Well, become a supporter by clicking the link at the end of our episode description. It will bring you to a page to sign up to contribute monthly to our podcast to help us bring a variety of content to you. And as always, the biggest help is writing a review, rating our podcast, or sharing us with your friends. Thank you for your continued support.
Well, I guess we should get into the reason why we were. Um, oh yeah, that was a long ass intro. The topic of our our episode. Um, <laughs> so, um, basically, I wanted to talk about. I I suggested this topic because it's something that I've been really, really, really feeling like the last, I don't know, month, month and a half, where in general I just feel like I am drained and I do not have the capacity to be around large groups of people or certain people because they drain my energy and it's weird because I've never been in this long of a funk and I'm not really sure what it is whether it's the time of year whether it's just um you know me if it's whatever but it got me thinking about you know how first of all how obviously socially based our jobs are which everybody knows that but how people in any situation are always the same person so what i mean by that is the same lady that's gonna piss me off is mm-hmm. gonna piss off the cashier and it's gonna piss off the pharmacist and it's gonna piss off the nurse and it's always like a person is a person is a person in every industry in every situation basically yeah and they all kind of suck yes yeah if they suck one place they're gonna suck in another everywhere yeah so yeah. It's like, just, I mean, I don't really have too much to all of that. It's just something that, like, you know, as you talked, I have friends that are, you know, in, uh, you know, my my friends in a bakery, my friends a nurse, my friends, uh, oh, yeah. you know, everybody. People really suck in the hospital. Yeah, like, you know, we have teacher friends and they deal with different personalities because they're dealing with children and it's like. Oh, yeah. You know. There's a lot, there's a lot, and it's like certain, certain friends are like, you know, you always have the friends that are troubled that wants your advice. And me personally, I'm always the friend that people want the advice from, which I'm happy to. <laughs> yeah. But you, you get drained from that too, though. Sometimes well, you're yeah. like, I just need to tell someone my problems. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm always more than happy to help anybody that has something on their mind or that they want to talk through. Um, But sometimes it ends up being that's all that I'm kind of needed for. Sometimes, depending on this person and the situation, I definitely it's not everybody and I'm not singling anybody out. I'm just in general. But even I have a client that was like she would come to the salon dump all of her problems on me and ask me my opinion and fine whatever but then would text me outside of the salon this is a young girl and ask me my opinion and it's like listen like you want to hear what you want to hear you don't actually want to know what my advice like she she's the type that was like would talk to any everyone until so that one person thought what she thought (laughs) yeah no it would confirm red flag red flag right so it's and you know i i just there's only so much that you you can take and like i said you know whether it's 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 answering the phone and and moving clients around and especially this time of year where people are pre-booking and canceling and then showing up 
blade and you know this then that and this and that and it's like you Mm want to oh no I understand like you know there's only so much you can take and then sometimes you end up snapping on the wrong person that didn't even do anything but they do something minor that you're like that's it (laughs) it." (laughs) today's the day any minor inconvenience and you're just like that's it I've had enough right yeah it's true it happens but that's when you know that you're at like here at the end of your I don't want to say rope but you're you're just done you're fried yeah and it's it's just it's hard sometimes because when you when you care a lot about every you know everyone whether it's clients or your family or people it's like you want to be you know there and like uh, with clients you want to be professional and you know give them your time and respect and with friends of course you never want to be like listen i can't i can't today you know you never (laughs) want to be that Yeah, but sometimes you need to but i mean sometimes some people it's hard because they'll they'll like back you in a corner in the party and be like so here's all my woes you know what i mean here's all my problems and i'm like no but i'm here to have a good time i don't want like i'll help you a different day god please (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) it's just that they feel so bad and they can't wait to see you because you're a comfort to them yeah and like i love being that for people but sometimes (laughs) it's just really difficult and like i'm not the type that likes to talk about myself either like, if you ask me how I am, like, that's nice. Like, I appreciate it. But I'm not the type that, like, likes to really talk about myself. So I guess I just end up just being like, oh, I'm fine. So what about you? And then they go, okay, well. And mm-hmm. they, like, slam their notebook down of all the things. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you can change that by choosing to share more. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, too? There's a few things that I've been trying to... And I've spoke to you about this recently. There's a few things that I'm trying to like work (laughs) on. Yes. (laughs) And one of them is being more self-aware of people venting versus people asking for advice. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of times my natural instinct is to fix, try and fix a problem because Mm -hmm. I'm just used to that. That's my personality. It's like a thing that I've always done. And, um, I've been starting to realize that the way that people respond to me sometimes are that they do not want my advice. They just want to talk, which is fine. But then I get upset because then I feel like offended that they were, but because the way that they respond to me is, I feel it's not very nice. It's kind of like, yeah, I know, but it's like, okay, well, sorry. Why are you asking? Like, and so I'm trying to be more aware of like people just wanting to talk about what's going on rather than me trying to fix their problems. Because for a long time I was, they, you know, they were asking me to help them fix their problems, but then, you know, years go by and things go on and they never actually take action to fix things that are bothering them. So at that point it's like, okay, you don't want my advice. You want me to listen. I can listen, <clears throat> but it's like you gotta it's there's so many aspects to it it's like oh i gotta put a boundary down because it's like listen if you're gonna have these problems you're still making the choice that causes this problem so it's like it's yeah you know so there's like many things to it but a lot of it is draining and then i end up beating myself up over it like oh maybe i shouldn't have said that or maybe she was upset or he was upset that i suggested that and they didn't want that and then they go home at night and they don't think about it so it's just there's a lot 
you know, when you're when you're the you're the the therapist friend, it's like at what point do you stop helping and just only listen? And like, how do you know the difference? You know. But are you refer? You're you like referencing this in life versus? Yeah, you, this is life. But are this you like life. referring to it with your clients as well, or? It could be. I mean, I mean, I'm. This is more me in general talking about the way that I've been feeling drained in general and mm-hmm. the, and the things that, that on a daily basis that I deal with with friends or a family mm-hmm. but then that also also um, you know it ends up getting into the same part it gets into my job too because it's like if I'm already feeling a certain way about people draining my energy and I get into work and I have somebody sitting down that's going a million miles per per hour about what they don't like about their hair and then I try and give them advice on to how to fix the problem and (laughs) they don't take it it's like why are you wasting my time you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it like all kind of boils down to the same thing. So the same person that drains my energy in the salon is the same person that's draining their friend's energy, that's draining the cashier, that's calling the, you know, the hotline, screaming at other people. It's the just like hotline. whatever hotline, you know, like to complain, the complaining hotline, the help hotline. <laughs> That's like doesn't understand why something happened, but they're the reason why their product broke. You well, know, because why they're, I... but they're um not self aware, and that's part well, of the right, problem. exactly. Well, right, yeah. I mean, that's the common denominator everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But... most people are not self aware, and right. it's hard to be. It's it very is hard, hard to be. You have to really do a lot of self reflection and shadow work to be able to self be self aware in that space where you're like, wait, it is me. I am the problem. Well, you know, everybody has things about them that they don't realize until somebody either points it out or something happens where you kind of have that moment where you're like, oh, I guess it's me that's making this person feel a certain way or react a certain way. Yeah. And the other hard part about it, too, is if you try if you are self-aware and you're actively trying to fix um, what it is that you feel like you need to work on and then other people aren't self-aware, it's like a, it's like a never ending cycle of being like, (laughs) I feel like it's like you're always end up disappointed because it's like, (laughs) well, I realize this, but they don't. So they're still going to do what they're going to do. And it doesn't matter if I, um, you know, I'm so, I'm, I'm aware of what I'm doing because it's they're going to continue and it's never going to get anywhere. So, but change is hard, and it's mm-hmm. only when they want to. So, if you want, if we want to change behaviors about ourselves, or if they want to change behaviors about themselves, it has to come from the actual need within and the want within. Like they're mm-hmm. not going to do it if they don't want to. Like you said, that one girl who's just seeking validation from that one person. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So she'll just keep going around and around and like peddling her tired oh, yeah. story. She yeah. doesn't want to change. <laughs> so and it and she no she doesn't no. and she wonders why her life is always in flames. But she's the type. <laughs> I sh- I shit you not. 
she will go, she goes to psychics and she'll go to as many psychics as it takes for her to hear the one inkling of what she thinks is right. Even if, if nine out of 10 psychics tell her you're on the wrong path, you're doing the wrong thing. She's like, they're frauds. They don't know what they're talking about. But the one that like maybe slightly she can interpret as her. She's like, they were great. They were wonderful. And she goes with them. And then her life is still ended flames. in flames. So. <laughs> I'm thinking that they were the one that you shouldn't have listened to, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you should have you listened know. to the other nine psychics that were like, you're on the wrong path. Danger, <laughs> danger. Do not enter. Wrong way. Turn around, you know, like right. abort mission. And she's like, nope, everything's she's like, fine. no, you know Seems what? Good. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. legit. Well, it's hard it's hard dealing with those big personalities because there's those like energy suckers and energy it's, vampires and you have to learn a balance between you have to learn it's hard to learn and um, put into place boundaries between you know even friends and family is really hard but Ugh. you know um, you know clients too because it it gets to be like you know, there's only so much you can tolerate, whether it's, you know, a bad personality or being late or, you know, whatever. Going home, they fuck up their hair and they want you to fix it every time. It's like, <laughs> we're not going around in the circle anymore. So we're either going to do this. We're not doing this anymore, Pam. <laughs> yeah, it's like either we're going to do this, you're going to listen to me, and we're not going to have this conversation anymore. We're or, not going to cut our own bangs. Right. Or it's like, you're going to keep doing what you're doing, but you're going to leave me out of it. And that goes for anything in, in <laughs> life. Yeah. You're like, I really don't want to know about why you're on your third husband because you have commitment issues. <laughs> right. Like I don't want to know. The definition of insanity is doing <laughs> the same thing over and over again yeah. and expecting a different result. Yep. AKA getting married more than once. Why would you think it would be better? <laughs> or like being with going back to the same ex same person yeah oh yeah. gosh yeah. <laughs> yeah. i am a huge offender of that <laughs> but only in my 20s okay <laughs> yeah yeah but <sighs> well, well what did what did you have as uh you said you had some things to say and points to make and also ways to combat combat the draining the drained feeling you touched upon them, but I was just basically saying like reasons why we feel drained, especially during the holiday season. I was just saying that like you you basically covered it, but like the reasons that we feel drained is because we lack the ability to compartmentalize our feelings and keep yeah. a professional front up when we need to versus right. having empathy for everything that they throw at you and those needy clients or those needy friends that require all your time and attention. Mm-hmm. So I think that like one way to combat that would be like just to put it back on them. Just yeah. always putting it back on them. Like, okay, well, I see what you're doing, but have you tried X, Y, and Z? No. Okay. Well, then it sounds like you're the problem. And then just kind of <laughs> dropping the issue. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. like you just said, the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And you you were touching on like, you know, boundaries are hard to draw up, especially when they've been getting a certain behavior from you. And then all right. of a sudden you stop. They're like, wait. She is being a bitch or mm-hmm. she's being mean or unattentive or like she's not paying attention to me. And it's like, no, she just put up a boundary. Right. And, you know, while you don't owe an explanation to anybody, sometimes they do need to hear it like, oh, no, I'm not mad at you or, oh, no, I just 
you know, like, yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I give you advice and you don't listen to it. So I think that you need to figure it out on your own. Right. I don't think you need my help. I think you need to just figure it out on your own. And, you know, like, it takes a lot out of me when you keep asking me for advice on the same issue every day or right. every week. And, well, right. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not being mean. I'm just trying to respect my own mental health. Things you can say to your friends. Things mm-hmm. you can't say to your clients are <laughs> things like that. But. You could try to put it more delicately and put it back on them, you know, like, okay, well, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, X, Y, Z did occur. But Mm -hmm. if you are not going to do anything to change that behavior, then I don't see why X, Y, Z would stop, you know, just putting it back on them, making them think and reflect. And then, like, hopefully they'll drop the subject Mm -hmm. (laughs) or just you could change the subject altogether and pretend you didn't hear them. And they're like, oh, I'm getting divorced. And you're like, well, the weather's been great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You could just pull the old switcheroo on them. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no nope, yeah. Um, But another reason that I was thinking, or, well, I'm not thinking, but I've already lived through it, is the reason that it's so draining is that sometimes we spend too much time at work bending over backwards to meet clients every need and expectation. Right. And again, that goes with the boundaries. Like there are no boundaries sometimes when, and I say this all the time, I'm a big proponent of don't give your fucking cell phone out to your clients. Uh-huh. Have a bat phone. Or if you work in the salon, have them go through the salon. Don't ever give them your cell phone number because that's when they take everything from you. Yeah. That's when they're texting you at 930. Like, can you make my hair look like this on Tuesday? And you're like, girl, it's fucking it's it's Wednesday. Your appointment's in a week. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm sleeping. You know? Right. Right. They get a little uncomfortable. <laughs> also, I'm on my honeymoon. Like, can this wait? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, like, like, I don't want to bother you, but... <laughs> but I'm going to. Yeah. You know, yeah. and sometimes when I feel like I'm asking an annoying question, like I asked Kathy something and I knew you guys were at the wedding, but I was just like, you know, no rush, but... You know, and she didn't answer because I knew she was at the wedding and I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I know she's having a good time. Mm-hmm. She can answer when she can answer. I'm not right. worried about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or you just say like, okay, answer when you can. No rush. Yeah. Or, you know, like, this is not an emergency SOS. I don't need the answer. But like, I know if I don't ask it when I have it in my head, I'll forget. Mm-hmm. So then I'll just put a disclaimer on that. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. But, you know, I respect the boundaries. She didn't have to answer me. I knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was cool with that because I didn't need that answer immediately. Mm-hmm. You got to have patience. People have lives. And then when you do bend over backwards to them and move your schedule around, your life becomes insignificant to them. Right. It further creates that relationship of... I am your client. I give you money and you're performing a service on me. Mm-hmm. I own you. You should do what I say. Answer me when I text you. Right. So that makes it draining for us. Well, things and, like that. Yeah, definitely. And even right now, too, yeah. which I'm sure everybody's experience. Um, the holidays is- are the worst offender of it, though. Right. And I I had a couple clients text me and say, hey, can you get me in like next week for highlights, this and that? And they're yeah. like, I thought I pre-booked something, but I don't see anything. And I'm like, bitch, 
three months ago when I told you <laughs> to pre-book. You told me you didn't think you needed it. And then all of a sudden they have amnesia and they think they booked something. <laughs> and they're stunned that I have nothing available because I've been able to get them in easily before because it's not the holiday season. So I had a client texting me like last week. Uh, it was like Wednesday or something. And she was like, hey, can you get me in on Sunday for partial this and that? I thought I had a, ho a holiday appointment book, but I don't. So can we get can you have Sunday morning? And I'm like, no, I don't. I said, I don't have anything for the rest of the year because I don't. I work two days. I, there's only so many hours in a day I can work. And I'm already extending my hours to fit in extra people. And there's, you know, if I took kept piling people on I'd be there till 11 p.m. at night and I'm not doing that I'll stay till 7 from 9 like that's fine I'm not staying until 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. I'm not doing it so yeah it's like I can only do so much so I she she booked I said do you want to pre-book something for January and she's like yeah that's fine whatever that doesn't matter so then I text her um and because I was able to move her to January. I was able, she was booked like January 9th. And I, since you're not having your shower that day on the second, I moved her up. I said, we can move you up. And she's like, Oh, I was actually going to text you. Is there any way that you, if, is there any Monday mornings that you have open? Like I'll go into work late. And I was like, Oh, so she's that desperate that she's going to take a half day to get her hair done. Oh my and gosh. I was like, well, I have this Monday and I have, um, Monday the 13th but I would have to move somebody down in order to get you to fit in and I I said in order for you to be out of the time you need I'd need to come in at nine which I can do that if that works for you because I like this client but she was like making it sound urgent but then was like don't worry it doesn't look so bad anyway so and it's <sighs> like wait so you're gonna take a half day for your hair that doesn't even look so bad She's like, I don't want to inconvenience you. And I'm like, it's not a problem. I'm I'm looking at my schedule. <laughs> and well, you're gonna inconvenience out. somebody else because you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna ask someone to be moved. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, all right. So I ended up putting her there, but it's like, it's just crazy that people are like they make it sound urgent and then they're like, sorry, I don't want to inconvenience you. It really doesn't look I think bad. Feel, I think they feel bad. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I, and I had another client too. I had asked her to pre-book she pre-booked thanksgiving but didn't pre-book christmas and then at her thanksgiving appointment i said we don't have a christmas appointment for you and she goes oh really i thought we put one in there and i'm like no i asked you <laughs> no why am i saying this to you then if you don't right. have it right why do i waste my breath on you no. and then you don't remember so then so i booked her for after <laughs> Uh, I've done that. I've thought I've made appointments and I haven't. I've done. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm I know about... I'm the worst. Though. <laughs> no, I am no. bad with that. No, but she, but she thought she had a Christmas appointment. But I'm like, no. Listen, like we didn't book one because it's only like Christmas. Because you said no. <laughs> because Christmas is only like four weeks after when you four weeks after this appointment, and you usually do five weeks. So you said, like I said, I I think that's why we didn't book it. And she was like, oh. <laughs> well can oh, we Jesus. do this time uh whatever after christmas and can i get a haircut and i'm like i don't have enough time no. for the haircut because i have another client in there that i don't know what the, what's going on with her 
because there was another oh, thing. Boy. Yeah. A project? Like, is it a project? No, no, this client, I mean, this client is um somebody that my friend gave me when she stopped doing hair and I've done her hair a few times and she's fine. She's an awkward lady and I'm an awkward person, so it's just weird. <laughs> she's an awkward lady, it's fine. <laughs> but she's pretty easy, like she doesn't really complain about anything. She just whatever. So she there's been multiple times now that she said oh sorry i have to cancel because i'm whatever i'm going away or i'm doing this let's move and i only have i only work two days so mind you there's very limited spots that are ideal for her so i always end up pushing her appointments pretty far because that's all i have and she keeps taking them and then in between she'll do like e-salon like those um one of those like mail away oh, hair yeah kits. no oh god so then recently which this was obviously i understand like she had a death in the family she had to move her her appointment so we moved it and then she can't she rescheduled it online to this coming monday and Mm -hmm. then also decided so and then she had another pre-booked appointment in there because we booked her thanksgiving and christmas appointment so Mm -hmm. i texted her after she rescheduled her appointment from this past monday which she did online which leads me believe she didn't want to talk to me that's why people do that and <laughs> I texted her and I said, hey, I, I'm going to cancel your appointment December 27th because if you're coming in on Monday, it'll be too close to your current appointment because she does seven weeks and that would have been three weeks. And plus, I have that same lady that wants her hair cut that day that didn't pre-book. I could move her there you and do that. got a lot going on. Yeah. So then <laughs> she never answered that. And then she decided to cancel this Monday's appointment again online. So I never canceled the December 27th appointment because I never got the okay from her. So I'm leaving it in there, I guess. She sounds very conflicted. I would contact her and be like, hey, do you need this? Because you could give that away to somebody who's actually going to show up. Right. So that's, I, <sighs> I, yeah. So, I mean, I know she, she just had a death in the family, so I don't want to like bother her. God only knows what she's like dealing with or going through. But once it gets closer to that appointment, I'm just going to like confirm if she wants it still. So, but yeah, it's like people like that, <laughs> like people like not even just in that situation. You have people like, Oh, can you do this? And it's like, no, I can't, but I'll figure it out. Or I had another, <laughs> I had another client who has fucking massive hair ask me for an appointment before thanksgiving and i had nothing and i said listen i don't have anything but i'll put you on a waiting list i said these uh, schedules move around all the time so thanksgiving passed and i'm looking at my schedule and i have the day after christmas blocked off because like i always have the day off after christmas because like gives you time to like collect your life and um (laughs) i texted her and i said recoup from christmas (laughs) yeah so i texted her and i'm like hey don't have anything before christmas but i do if you want i have december 26th um whatever and then she didn't respond to me and i was like she's probably because she already gets her hair cut somewhere else because Mm -hmm. i can never get her in um but she didn't answer me i'm like she probably went somewhere else because she didn't hear from me so she's texting me back today and she's like i'm really sorry like i had to get my hair done somewhere else um i really hate straying from you so i'll make sure to be better about you know booking with enough time to you know that you need or would to be scheduled or whatever she's like i'll I, i'll be better about not doing it last minute so i i don't know 
you know, she's been with me a really long time. So I was like, listen, I understand. Like, I'm really sorry I didn't have anything for you. But it's like you try so hard to get these people in. And then you have the people that are just like, yeah, I'll take that appointment. And then they're like, never mind. (laughs) I know the indecisiveness kills me. Yeah. So it's that's all extremely draining on top of normal (laughs) all the the back and forth. I know because like you wear so many hats, like you're being a receptionist, you're being an assistant, you're being a hairstylist, you're being a therapist. Like you're just it's just like you're literally taking cap off, putting a new one on and Mm -hmm. and, like switching and switching and switching. And like you're not getting paid for all the hours you spend on your phone while you're addressing all of these like scheduling errors. Like you're just you're just at home you're just at tj maxx or you're just at grocery shopping and then like all of a sudden they start texting you and you're like well fuck you yeah. know and then they want you to answer them and it just it becomes draining because it's an outside job that you didn't expect well right and it's like it's immediately when you see a client on your phone you're like oh shit what what now what now <sighs> like if i was rich enough i would have a bad phone and I would yeah. only I would only answer leave it at it. home. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. That shit would go on during business hours and go off during business hours. Like when business <laughs> hours are over, like my shit is closed, and you do not get my cell phone number. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I and I also had one of my cousins booked um, booked herself online, and these the fucking online scheduler doesn't correctly display all of the times that I have available like it doesn't put people where I would normally put them so Mm -hmm. it leaves like weird gaps so one of my cousins booked on January 3rd for (laughs) for 6 45 p.m and I had absolutely nothing in the book (laughs) and there they (laughs) are in the middle of the day you're like you couldn't you couldn't even come at 6 (laughs) 30 the end of my day I texted her I'm like um are you able to come earlier than that because like i you're the only person that day and you're at 6 45 i said is there any way you can come sooner and she was like yeah i could be there at like five ish and i'm like oh my god why did you make it 6 45 why did you do that yeah like guys get it together here but it's it's like online booking is good but it's also like it kind of screws things up sometimes too so i always tell them i'm like if you can't find a spot please text me because i will find one for you (laughs) it will be assigned for you yeah i'm like i will find one so (laughs) yeah it's like when you're in court and they're like if you can't find a lawyer one will be assigned to you yeah yeah uh only i would relate it back to court (laughs) what's wrong with me (laughs) well i don't know so you know maybe there are some ways that we can figure out how how to de-stress ourselves and yeah do you have any tips the main reason i would say is um one of the main reason but the main like numero uno would be saying no Mm mm-hmm putting up those walls and being like i'm sorry i can't do that and just having it be definitive versus i'll see what i can do right you know Mm -hmm. and not being afraid of the fallout from putting that boundary in place and saying no um you know in a nice way and in a professional way not in an asshole way where you're like nah bitch i'm not doing that for you you know, not that you yeah. would ever, but just us in general. Yeah. Just saying no, because you know what? The more you enforce it, the more it'll become normalized. Right. Um, 
I was also thinking that it is important to go back to finding a sense of self. And if your job of being a hairstylist or a makeup artist or in the beauty industry at all is who you identify with as a person, that's fine. But maybe you should find something else that you like to do that's not hair related. Like a mm-hmm. like um painting miniature cars or like some kind of hobby that like you can de-stress with or decompress with that doesn't involve substance use like drinking wine or smoking weed after work Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you know even though those things are um you know they're fine not judging anyone that does them but like you know maybe maybe you want to find a productive hobby where you're still producing something but for yourself like yeah like pretty art for yourself Yeah, yeah exactly something that's not related to hair or whatever industry you're in it's completely separate it's completely your own it could be a secret if you want but something that brings you joy (laughs) (laughs) the world's best kept secret something that brings you joy that you wouldn't um like you don't you're not getting any money for it so it's literally just to purely bring you like this podcast yeah (laughs) 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 stand-up comedian kim Um, and then i know a lot of people talk about this i've never personally done it but everybody swears by it and like we were making jokes that everybody all of a sudden in the hair community is like suddenly a spiritualist and like a (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) but a lot of people do swear by by breath work and meditation that it actually does calm them down and i've actually had several doctors talk to me and say like you should try meditation it helps lower blood sugar it helps like Mm -hmm. with your stress levels and lower cortisol and like it's all linked together and Mm -hmm. it helps you sleep better and I'm thinking like, okay, if I knew how to fucking meditate, I would. But, you know, for people who are motivated and want to look into it, you know, I hear meditation's good. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> I there's apps. For you. <laughs> there's apps that help there's you. There's an app for that. Oh, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> I had a sleep meditation app. Not an app. Um, Like a podcast that I was listening that I wasn't listening yeah. to. But, like, my daughter needed them. For whatever reason, we found one, stumbled upon it one day, random fact. And she fell asleep to it, like, lickety-split in, like, 10 mm-hmm. minutes. And I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, magic. So there was a really, I want to say brief, but it was, like, a few months where she couldn't go to sleep without listening to the sleep, the guided sleep meditations podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it works so well for her. I'm going to try it. I put it on when I was trying to fall asleep. And it got me so mad. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't fall asleep with the noise. I was like, this motherfucker's talking. I can't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) My brain can't shut off. Yeah. And like there's white noise in the background of the meditation. Mm -hmm. And his voice is monotone on purpose because he's it's meant to make you fall asleep, specifically for sleep. And I was like, I gotta get this shit off. And I (laughs) I couldn't do it. She's over there falling asleep, sound asleep. 10 minutes works like a narcotic for her mm-hmm. and i'm like this shit is so fucking annoying they <laughs> raise my blood pressure <laughs> it's like i got i guess i gotta find another way to meditate <laughs> it didn't work for me but maybe it, it worked for other people you yeah oh my it God. did the opposite it did the opposite it made me so mad i was like i can't fuck that's like <laughs> so. 
<laughs> I gave it a really good go, but I'm going to try it again, just not with the guided meditations. Yeah. You know, like maybe a noisemaker, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or some kind of like incense or essential oils or like something that will, you know, because a set like a scent is connected to memory so mm-hmm. if you can find a good scent that calms you down like for me it's lavender mm-hmm. i know it's really cliche but anytime i smell lavender i'm instantly calm yeah i calm the fuck down <laughs> <laughs> it's like rubbing the underbelly of a gator okay <laughs> just throw some <laughs> lavender in my face and i'm like, oh. <laughs> like oh my I god really calm and it brings me to like a happy place and i get really mellow and it's good and then yeah. i wish that i could like huff lavender <laughs> throughout the day yeah it's still, like and it's not a particularly pretty smell if you ever smelled like what real lavender smells like yeah it's pretty pretty potent it's pretty strong and kind of stinky but i like it <laughs> i don't know but those were my i mean it's not a lot it's not a lot of advice i guess no, but take it's it with solid. A grain of salt but it's solid it's just things i think that might help yeah I also think, like, it's kind of an obvious thing, but sometimes when you're already (laughs) anxious about, like, all of this stuff, it's, like, good to not really be consumed in, like, the social media aspect and also, like, all the text messages that you get. Like, sometimes it's just easy. It's just, it it helps to not be burdened by the messages on your phone even yeah. even if they it, like for me sometimes like if people message me I feel like I have to respond to them and yeah it's, sometimes it's, and it's not because they are making me feel that way it's because no it's I me feel like I have to yeah yeah it's me so. for sure absolutely I'm in that way too or if people say something and they're like it's a typo and then I take it to heart and I'm like oh my god what do they mean by that what mm-hmm. like this morning like I was at work and I was trapped and I was talking to one of my friends and she was like oh yeah I stopped by so and so and you know uh Jess and our friend's bar and I was like our friend has a bar what the fuck and like I guess her typo I was like it to me I thought she meant my friend had a bar that I knew nothing about and I'm like when the <laughs> fuck did she open a bar up and where is this bar and then of course the, my friends like not stopped answering me Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Don't leave me hanging like this. <laughs> yeah. But for whatever reason, I like took that personally. And I was like, wait, why would she have a bar and not tell me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I know I can't go to them right now, but that's not a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, oh, no, I meant like it was her birthday party. And I'm like, but why did she type? It was that other girl's party. Why did she type our friend's name and say they owned a bar together? <laughs> like that's a very specific typo (laughs) yeah yeah but whatever (laughs) yeah no but I was like trapped and I was at work and I couldn't like all of a sudden panic set in and I was like oh my god I want to go drive to this girl's house and be like do you own a fucking bar like where's your bar (laughs) yeah but like what a psychotic moment that was I panicked because I felt like I needed a response immediately and that is me that's on me I need to fix that I'm like that too. Though. That's not it's normal. Very well. I think it is normal because I can be like that too, and it's very easy to misunderstand text messages, which is yeah. like 
like a n- whole other episode, a whole other but yeah. you know it's a lot of there's a lot of ways to miss on yep. miscommunicate and like for somebody like me who already puts my foot in my mouth all the time Sam. um you know <laughs> can be a little tricky sometimes yeah it's a little salty <laughs> <laughs> i know but i had to take like some deep breaths and be like you need to chill the fuck out i was like you need to stop and who cares who cares if she has a bar and didn't tell you fuck that you know what I mean? <laughs> like I had to talk myself off a ledge and be like, "You need to calm the fuck down." Yeah. And if she didn't tell you, that's her business. Leave her the fuck alone. Like uh-huh. I had to literally remind myself that people have boundaries. She didn't want to tell you. She didn't want to tell you. In the meanwhile, it's none of that's true. She didn't even have a bar. <laughs> she doesn't have a bar. Well, who knows? Well, maybe she does. Maybe she does. And she was like, "Oops, typo. You're not supposed to know." Like, who knows? Anxiety is. Oh yeah, bitch. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's a lot of my problem too. When it comes to like helping people, like I think it must be like a learned behavior from like family or something that I always try to fix. Like I'm such a fixer, and it's just always been in my nature. And I, it's something that I didn't realize I was doing for a long time, and Mm. had become a little bit more self-aware, especially like going through certain things with you, you know, and just. When sometimes my intentions are good, people misunderstand my intentions and me trying to fix as me trying to control or uh, yeah, me, I can see. me trying to accommodate or make sure something is good. It also people might misunderstand as control. So that's something that I've learned about the way that I, I guess, present yeah. the way that I'm trying to fix something. It's not for me to control. It's. So I guess I maybe it is a control thing where it's like, well, I don't want anything to go wrong. So I'm trying to do this nice thing for my friend. And then they're taking it as me trying to control their time type of thing. You know what I mean? Perhaps. So there's a lot to that, too. But, you know, same goes for for clients. It's like when you over accommodate, it's like sometimes it's like you it's the panic for whatever reason. Yeah. It's a learned behavior. It's a it's panic. A- people pleaser uh, and that's right. a, that's a very common trait for hairdressers people in our industry to mm-hmm. have yeah you're a people pleaser and you're an anxious person by nature or you're a fixer yeah i've noticed that a lot of us have the same personalities in that regard where we want to fix and we want to talk and we want to help and we want to listen and that's why we're in this industry because you get to do those things where you help people make them feel better but also be creative yeah you know, it goes hand in hand but you know it also all uh, goes up in flames in your face right and and sometimes too like if somebody know doesn't know you that well like whether it is a client or somebody that is like an acquaintance and you are presenting yourself a certain way or like try to do things like if you're let's say if you're in a you know a group of people that your your friends are close with but you've just met them they might think that you're trying to control something when you're trying to help and it's like all stuff that's like wait you don't know me my intentions are good I'm not trying to like and you feel like you have to explain (laughs) yourself yeah like I always I constantly and again it's not because of other people it's because of me I feel like I need to explain myself because sometimes the person that I am like either talking to or like brainstorming with or trying to do something with isn't validating what I'm saying (laughs) 
So it's like, if you're not, it's like, okay, well, I'm just thinking of me? conversations that we have and I'm like, no, I'm genuinely confused. <laughs> no, I'm not talking sometimes, about you. Sometimes when we have conversations, you're like, I'm just trying to clarify. And I'm like, oh, I was confused. <laughs> like, I genuinely don't know what I the know. fuck is going on right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm sorry because we just had a moment like that today and I was like laughing and I'm like oh Kim I literally had no idea what was going on <laughs> oh yeah well because I was confused too I was like see. wait what do you mean <laughs> yeah see exactly <laughs> we were both just like what yeah we, yeah <laughs> probably should have been a phone call but we were like yeah texting's fine well we figured it out yeah <laughs> so it's fine yeah. but you know but it's it's just one of those things where it's it, like I said, my behavior has to do with me. It doesn't have to do with other people, and I right. can't expect other people to know how no. to make make me feel better. Obviously, nope. So you it's... cannot expect you from other people. That's right. a hard lesson to learn. Well, that's very hard, and that you know, as you go through life, can be a tough and kind of emotional and heartbreaking lesson when you don't see people um reciprocating the stuff that you thought that you would be getting from these people yeah and it it also but like you said it's like you can't people people only meet you at the level that they are so they don't know what sometimes people just don't know or they don't they don't they didn't have that experience or they can't look at things a certain way because they're a whole different person than you and they'll never see your side because they're just not, they're never, and they say, you know, the, the saying like, oh, you're not on the same page or not on the same frequency. Like it's, yeah. it's such a thing. Like just some people I always say are not your people and you'll never mesh and you never connect and you'll never understand each other because they're not your people. But yes, that is true. And, but part of, I guess, personal growth is coming to the realization that that's okay and you don't have to people please like that and like especially if you're not getting paid for it and it's just for the mental like well-being of yourself Mm -hmm. you know just being able to be like okay they don't like me sometimes people don't have to have a reason they just don't like you but it doesn't really say much about you so much as it says about them right something about your light bothers them right so yeah i mean there's just there's plenty of things i mean that's you know it's a good point there's plenty of things that people you know i mean there's people aren't gonna like you just because sometimes you know right i mean so the the bottom line for this whole conversation i feel like is that with being drained whether it's from life your friends or your clients or a combination of all of that in general especially for us because with our friends and family in our life then also taking on the burden of the job draining you I feel like the moral of the story here is like you can't expect yourself from other people and you do have to like put up a barrier in order to protect yourself and saying no is a very important part of that barrier but Mm -hmm. no in a way where it's not harmful to anyone yeah yeah right right yeah not being a dick about it or flippant or unhelpful just somehow keeping it not harmful to anybody else yeah and you know it's it's easy to look at others and point out 
the things that they're doing wrong and until you start looking when in, yeah. within what you could be playing a part to it like yes. you there, there's just a lot of things that takes a long thing time even your whole life that there's things you don't understand about yourself and then one day you're like maybe I should listen more you know or yeah. maybe I should just I need to learn how to drop something and leave it at the salon and not take it home or I need to yes take a break from my phone Go I need on to vacation. not be yeah like I take need to break. be more present or I need to be more self-aware and some people never get to that point but yes but you need to like hold space for yourself to be able to make those mistakes and then figure it out along the way and like be patient with yourself which is hard yeah because you can't you have to be patient with yourself because since on the subject of not, you know, you can't expect other people to be the same as you, you like have to be the change. Mm-hmm. Like we're the ones that have to self-reflect and figure it out because we can't control what they're going to be like or how they're going to act or how they're right. going to react. Like right. we, what we need to do is react less because that's emotional Mm-hmm. And respond more because mm-hmm. that's rational. Right. You're going to get a better outcome if you stop and you listen and you respond versus being a snap job and reacting. Mm-hmm. Like how I did with that fucking lady. I shouldn't. I reacted. I didn't mm-hmm. respond. I reacted when I called that woman up and ruined her day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that good of me? No. Did I feel better? Yes. But was that professional was that a nice thing to do no I expected her to treat me the way I would have treated a client and she didn't right so me expecting that same behavior from her and not delivering is on me Mm -hmm. but I'm a human and I was having a bad day (laughs) right but you know was that behavior acceptable no (laughs) yeah but I did it and now I can reflect on why it was shitty. Am mm-hmm. I going to apologize to her? Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm not calling her up and saying sorry though. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't even she wasn't even apologetic or sorry to me. Right. <laughs> but that doesn't make it better. <sighs> but all I can do is change how I react. So lesson learned. Don't do that shit again. Mm-hmm. I needed to respond versus react. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. That's a good point. I know yeah. it just all happens. Sometimes, you know, we have our days. Like I said, lately, <laughs> it's just been... That was pure hormonal rage right there. <laughs> well, yeah. That was 1,000% hormonal rage. And it was kind of funny with my kid in the background going, yeah, and... <laughs> like, yeah, get him, girl. <laughs> but was I being a good role model to her? I have no idea. Yeah. Was I teaching her to be aggressive or was I teaching her to stand up for herself when she feels like she's being shitted on? I have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll find out when I get a phone call from school. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, sometimes there's there's a fine line between, you know, certain things. That it's yeah. like you got to find the balance somewhere. Yeah. But, well, sometimes even if you do handle situation perfectly. Poorly? Oh. <laughs> no, no, perfectly. You still have somebody else that maybe isn't Won't agree self-aware with that yeah. will not accept what you're saying so oh, fuck yeah that's why people have disagreements right 
Yeah, of Look course. at our world right now, but anyway. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dumpster fire. Oh, yeah. But if you guys are all feeling drained like me, I don't know when I'm going to snap out of it, but it's been like the thought of large socialization has been like, no, I can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> Can't. Don't make me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm you like can't make me do it. Yeah, the only person I really talk to is like you and like Dylan, <laughs> but I, he lives here, so <laughs> so it's involuntary. He doesn't have a choice. But even sometimes I'm like, please, just just go I away. Can't. Just I'm going upstairs. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like after big social events like that, sometimes, or if I've gone to, <laughs> this is going to sound really terrible. <laughs> But, like, if I spend too many hours at work, sometimes I need to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. I need but to that's just normal. literally, like, nobody talk to me. I need to decompress for five fucking seconds because I'm so drained. And that's not healthy. Right. That's not a healthy res- emotional response to um, <laughs> dealing with the burdens of the world. <laughs> I can't just shut down. It's hard, though, because people are. They are draining, especially yeah. in, especially with what you're doing at work right now. But, Ugh. you know, that's very draining. It's hard. It's just hard. Everything's so hard. This time of year is hard. And everybody's stressed because of money and stressed mm-hmm. because of all this stuff that they have to do. And it's like, oh, can you put in money for this person's <sighs> gift? Can you drive here? Can you go see this person and it's like just a very draining it's a wonderful time of year but it also fucking sucks and i yeah reposted that meme that was like only three mental breakdowns until christmas break we can make it guys <laughs> yeah well that's how i feel yeah the holidays are an especially stressful time because everybody wants you to do everything and you have to wrap gifts and you have to shop and you have to plan and purchase and yada 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 and everything's always busier because people are buying things from you and yeah just they're always just like a whirlwind but then like all of my friends and my family members chose to have their birthdays uh-huh. <laughs> in these months oh yeah i'm kidding it's involuntary they didn't choose them <laughs> but <laughs> it's just like a holiday birthday whiplash and like yeah. everything just happens all at once and you know they're ever you know you have a everyone's having a christmas party or a friends gathering or a friends giving or like mm-hmm. and you just have to or a cookie party and you're like i can't make it to everything yeah <laughs> i have to say no to something yeah to protect my mental fucking well-being and then you feel bad for saying no right and it's just it's a whole cycle but you have to if if you're gonna have a breakdown because you can't you know, like you can't do like the, you know, like schools are like, you don't forget to send in food and, and PJs for the food and PJ drive. And you're like, okay, wh- what the fuck? And then like all the other activities that you have, like you're like, oh, okay, now I got to do toys for tots and I got to do like, you know, you got to do a coat drive. And like there's just all these things you're pulled in all these directions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Especially being a parent at this time of year, like you said, it's like so much stuff. Yes, I also took on being a class mom this year. And I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think this was 
a good idea. <laughs> well, and it's like all of this while making your children's holiday special and wonderful and magical yeah, and not decorating. pulling your hair out. Yeah, yeah, while doing And the elf so. on the shelf. Oh man, I don't I was I was watching a TikTok today of somebody putting their elf on a shelf doing something and I'm like, I don't know if I would be able to think of that many things for the elf to be doing. I'm running out of things. <laughs> swiftly (laughs) i saw one on tiktok where this woman put chocolate on the elf's butt and (laughs) smeared it on a piece of paper and then smeared it on her daughter's face like (gasps) shit on her face (laughs) why i don't know but i'm like wow that's very interesting that's a new level of fucked up yeah Uh, but i kind of like it (laughs) Yeah, the elf had an accident. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who thinks of these things? I don't know, but uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are cle- really clever. <laughs> yeah, that one's gross. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, so I guess that's really, I mean, I babbled on a lot, but that's how... I've been feeling this time of year, but I think everybody kind of feels that the extra pressure this time of year or it's like you hear just like another thing every day that you're like, fuck, I can't do that too. <laughs> or no, I don't want to answer that. Or no, I, I don't want to answer that. I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't, you don't have to answer every question. Sometimes things aren't like, don't, you don't have to dignify it with an answer. Yeah. I was watching the show Peaky Blinders and I don't know. I don't know if you watch that show, but there's no. this character on it. His name is Tommy Shelby and he's a very, he's a very direct character. But what I did notice about the way they write him and I was like, hmm, I'm going to adopt this. Uh, when people ask him a question and he doesn't want to answer it, he'll just start talking about a new topic mm-hmm. or he'll just like, Or he'll talk about something and like give a roundabout answer, but not at the same time. It's not a roundabout answer. Yeah. But like responds to something else that they might have asked. Mm-hmm. Like if they ask two questions, he'll answer the one he wants to answer, but not the not the most pressing one. Yeah. And I was like, like you know men. what? Yeah. Well, he it's very he's a man. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, or he'll just offer information about something else. So, I have like, to learn how to do that. Yeah, it's. I have to learn how to do that too. The way he like dodges around the questions, I'm like, this is actually pretty useful because they'll be like, "So, where's the body?" And he'll be like, "You know, I buried guns in a grave." And you're like, "Okay, so that's not actually <laughs> answering where the body is, but it is giving me other information about something else." Right. You know, I don't know. That's a terrible example and a spoiler, but <laughs> for anyone who doesn't watch. Peaky Blinders, excellent show. Please watch. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Well, it's like, like Dex- you know, that's probably a really good way to actually respond to things so that I keep my mental sanity. But anyway, yeah. it's gone. <laughs> no, no. I like I I said I think I had said to you how I'm gonna start responding to things like Dexter. Like if you guys are watching um the new Dexter, uh, you'll know that. In he this- does it too, actually. Anytime- he responds like Tommy Shelby too. Yes, anytime like. 
in the first couple episodes when something would come up about murder or blood, he'd be like, yeah, so those pecan pies, like, yes. really, like, want to go line dance? <laughs> go yes. square dance? Yeah, like, exactly. And you, he just, like, would be, like, not, obvi- like, not obvious. Not obvious, yeah. But, like, oh, well, anyway, like, just, like, whatever. Like, change the subject, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that that's, he does the same thing, yeah. Answer a question like that yeah <laughs> instead of like when people ask you a question that you just don't answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you repeat it a few times until you realize they're just not gonna talk to you about it yeah yeah oh yeah so like okay i guess this isn't happening all right anyway so <laughs> that happens to me plenty of times <laughs> yeah when it happens with my kids sometimes too where i'm like did you do x y and z and then they just don't answer she doesn't answer and then i'm like okay so moving on <laughs> Like, I guess so we're I not going to talk about this yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think that's typical of children, though. I think that's just mine. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, she doesn't want to do it. She ain't doing it. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just heard it when I was like, you have to leave. And she was like, I'm going to bed. I was like, that's not what I said. Well, I'm sure everybody <laughs> could relate to this episode in some way. Maybe some are... Um, less anxious than me but you know i think we all have our moments where we're drained by others and it's okay to recharge your batteries and just take a step Mm -hmm. back sometimes and sometimes it's hard to say no and you can't help everybody all the time and i'm trying to learn that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not everybody wants your help so that's something i'm also trying to learn (laughs) no they don't want your help but they do want to hear you talk about them yes yep yeah so it's all, you know, there's a lot of psychology to a lot of this stuff, too, that takes yeah, a long I feel like time they to should, learn. I feel like they should honestly mandate a kind of a class for us like that, because sometimes you need to know, like, the red flags. Like, I think that we should take, I mean, this is an offshoot and totally, again, I digress. But, like, in beauty school, I feel like since we already have to learn anatomy and physiology and all that shit, um, for what reason other than the parts of your head, I don't know. But we had to learn it. We had to learn electricity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how about we also throw in a psychology course in there and like w- report like signs of well, abuse. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking that. Yeah. I think that's. Children, women, yeah. men, like abused men or like signs of mental illness. Because mm-hmm. they say some shit to you that you're like, uh, yeah. again? What? Yeah. What? What? Well, yeah. And it- and it takes a while to learn too that there are, a lot of people's behavior has nothing to do with you and a lot to do with them as like you said earlier you know in their in their chair if they hate something even though you did it exactly like the picture sometimes it's not you it's them you can't because yeah, they want that they face feel. yeah you right. can't fix like they want jlo's face but they'll never have it but you gave them jlo's bangs and shaggy layers even though jlo has extensions in her hair mhm and paid over $1,000 for that, you can't make their face look like that. You're in the wrong chair, honey. Go to a plastic surgeon. Don't come to me. Mm-hmm. You know? You can't fix that. No. But yep. if you if you don't like yourself inside, nothing on the outside will make you feel better. So. Also true. Very yeah. sad, but true. Yeah. So. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah! <laughs> you know what's coming up? Weird gift times coming up, and I'm trying to figure out if we should do. No, 
Well, next week we'll do the what's in our shower episode. I can't wait for the weird. I like look forward to that every year where I'm like two, two fucking hot dogs and a bag of chili. I Please. It's- I want someone to give me a weird ass gift because I just, I want to react. It is the highlight of want it. the beauty time podcast year is the weird yes. So It's I- like the most wonderful time of the year. Like that song plays in my head when we get to like do the list. I'm like, yes, it's time. I think I'm going to ask that question on that hair page probably you need, to, you need to not this weekend oh no we need time we need time but you next, might want to maybe okay yeah because we, so we did have time get, to collect yeah we did get two episodes worth last year so <laughs> yeah. i'll have to do it maybe the like midweek next week i'll put it up and <laughs> see fucking dead hummingbird like please please <laughs> give me more of this shit all right well, everybody, thank you for joining us for this lengthy episode of Beauty Time. We had a lot of feelings, <laughs> specifically me. I had a lot of feelings. Kim was all in her feelings today. I did. I have been. I've been like in the weird. I'm just not You're in a, thunk. a good mood. Yeah, I don't oh. just don't know what it is, but I guess I do after talking about it for an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, my friend. Yeah, it's all right. I'll be okay. You can meditate. I have my cats. <laughs> I have my cots. Well, apparently cats lower stress if you pet them a lot. So there you go. You have three of them. Thank you for joining this episode of Beauty Time. We will be back next week with our What's in Our Shower uh, episode. So we'll go over What's in Our Shower and why we're using it. And then the week after that, we'll see if we can get the Weird Gifts episode in, um, in for the time of Christmas. <laughs> and then uh we're almost done with 2021 yeah kick rocks 2021 yeah so i'm over it i'm over you <laughs> I'm over your yeah. bullshit so well all right we hope you guys got something from this episode or at least I mean, felt I sure did. seen or heard and uh We'll be back again next week with a lighter-hearted episode. Topic episodes are hard, man. I need a shot of vodka and to go sit down in the back with my head down in the dark for five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yup. Well, with that, we'll leave you. (laughs) With that image. With that image. (laughs) So we'll see you next week. For the next episode of Beauty Time. Yeah, right here on our network, Beauty Time. Right here on Beauty Time Network. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's called Manifesting Bitches. Look it up. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to go now. Got to yeah. go. It's time to get out of here. We'll We're saying you. goodbye like a bunch of Italians. So we got to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace. If you love us, and why wouldn't you, download, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, or you can hit us up on Twitter at BeautyTimePC, or you can hit us up on TikTok and watch some of our videos, or go on to Instagram, both are at BeautyTimePodcast. Or you can email us at BeautyTimePodcast at gmail.com, because we really want to hear from you. Yes, I love reading letters. Or check out our website, www.beautytimepodcast.wordpress.com. So we have everything that you could possibly need. There's no excuses. On that site.